Hey guys, welcome to the great area. My name is Richard. Oh, my name is Lenny or Yoli. Yeah, you can, uh, you can either Richie or Richard or Slenny or, or Slenny. My, my, my wife likes to be called Slenny because she doesn't like her full name. It's kind of long. So Yo, Slenny. Yeah. But uh, this is the great area podcast. This is an idea that me and my wife had as a kind of passion project of ours. And, and the reality is the, the why behind this has a lot to do with the culture that we live in today and, and, and the, the specifically the, the PC culture and really not being able to speak your mind and almost, you know, getting canceled or getting crucified for, for saying how you really feel about things. And we want, we're not of that cloth. We don't, we don't subscribe to those things. I mean, I feel very strongly about that. I don't really like to be, uh, be silenced or be censored. Um, I don't know how you feel about that, honey. I mean, I I know that you're you're kind of the same boat as me, but I don't know if you you feel strongly about it as yeah, I do. I know a lot of people are definitely surprised when they see us talking to each other the way that we do. Yeah. They're just like, well, you guys say that to each other because yeah. we will call each other out exactly what it is, how it is, <laughs> what's you know how we really feel about each other in the inside. So yeah. and a lot of people. They can't do that in the relationship. It's like walking on eggshells. You can't call out your partner for... We're definitely you know. the kind of couple where we'll be in a fight and, and I'll call my wife a bitch and then we'll, we'll fight about it. We're definitely that kind of couple and she'll call me an asshole and that'll be how we talk. And I can totally see how some people will see that or hear that and, and just be taken aback by it. But there is there is something to me that's kind of comforting about being able to say that you know and, and not mean it in a way where I hate my wife it's just we can say that to each other and have it not be um, this big disrespect that that other people usually consider and it to be clear we definitely let each other know when we've crossed the line when something's like whoa that was a little too hurtful a little too much like yeah. we're not trying to emotionally abuse each other either yeah, yeah, yeah. We're, we're just trying to let our thoughts out known the way they are yeah and we're okay with doing it with each other and it might not work with everyone i mean some couples absolutely you definitely need to be a little bit more you, you you might talk like that to your wife or to your significant other yet they hear the b word and and that's it they're done you know they're, they're flying off the handle so i i mean i just have the perspective of the reason that i'm with with you, the reason why we're married, the reason we've been married and we've known each other for so long is because I can be myself around her. That's one of the biggest reasons. And I feel like you should also feel that way around your significant other. And with that being said, you know, be being comfortable enough to talk about, about talk like that around her is the way I'd like to be able to talk about things in general. And this is one of those things, like I was saying, where I want that freedom to speak my mind around about any topic to anybody and not feel like I'm going to offend somebody. And it, naturally, I, I'm the kind of person that doesn't give words too much power. I don't get offended easily. And I, I, I just feel like it's a weakness in my opinion. So I, I try to carry that around with me, you know, and then take things light and, and laugh when I can. So that's one of the things that we, uh, one of the wishes that both Yoli and I have for the podcast is that this is a safe space where we can talk about anything and everything um, and not uh, worry about the fact that we have to censor ourselves. So, so yeah. Yeah. Oh, you forgot to do the little catchphrase. Oh, yeah, yeah. So I was talking to Yoli about a, a little catchphrase, and, and this is something that, that uh, I guess, a mantra uh, of mine that I had uh, as an idea for the podcast, but... Uh, you know, the gray area podcast where everything's not black and white and you're not always right. And that, you know, the, the, the why behind that has to do really with being critical of yourself and, and not being, not holding on to pride where realizing that there's nuance in pretty much everything and being right isn't always what it's about. So it's not about, you know, whether it's an argument or whether it's in life or whether it's in a disagreement with your significant other, it's not about always being right. 
and it's not always black and white. There's usually in, in the majority of things, I don't know how you feel about it, but I feel like the majority of things, is, it's a, there is a gray area. There's usually always a gray area. It's not like I'm standing on the left-hand side and I'm standing on the right-hand side. It's not like that. That's not how life works. So Not only that, but also like saying, hey, I wasn't right about that. That puts you in such a vulnerable position that a lot of people are, and this is including myself, so I, I am a lot of people. <laughs> when I say a lot of people, that's I'm me. talking about I, myself, yeah. I am a lot of people. It's hard because it, it puts you so vulnerable to be like, how can I not, not be right? Like, this is yeah. this is what I thought I was supposed to do. This is what I thought was supposed to happen. And this is my interpretation of, you know, the events of this. So what do you mean I'm not right? And it's, it's hard for me to sometimes admit to that. And I know that's something that, Richard finds a lot easier. Like he'll just be like, you know, the other day we were driving. He's like, "Listen, I don't know directions. How many oh, times yeah. do I have to tell you this?" I'm like, yeah. "Oh, well, you know, maybe we should get a little better at that." Yeah, it's um, <laughs> it's. It, I feel like it can be weird. It, it can be sorry. It can be difficult. Is probably the better word. Where you're you you have this this goal in your mind and you feel like you're you're going so hard in that one direction and someone tells you that you're wrong or someone tells you that you could be doing something better and especially when it's our significant other we have the tendency to to fight that or we have the tendency to kind of hold on to pride and i feel like above all anybody else our significant other should be the one that we're able to be ourselves around they should be that one so i should be able to tell yoli like you're wrong about this i should be able to tell yoli like you messed up on this and not like get yelled at for and the same thing goes for you like wouldn't you want the one person that you consider your best friend, the one person that you share all of your intimate secrets with, to be that one person that will be able to tell you that you suck at something, and be able to tell you that you messed up? Like that's the way that it should be. And to Yoli's point, I'm not good with direction, so I'm the kind of guy that I need my phone, I need my GPS to get pretty much anywhere, and if not, I'm lost. And Yoli's the opposite; she does not like that. She gets mad very easily if um if i don't we watch know too I'm many going. horror movies oh goodness the, the horror movies there's too many horror yeah. movies where like your phone won't turn on the gps yeah. signals out mm-hmm. your car gps signals out you're in the middle of nowhere like how, how can you like not at least be like all right so if i keep traveling east i'm gonna get to the beach i do want to bring up very important factor these are mostly this is mostly a thing a phenomenon with happening to white people specifically i just want to bring that up um <laughs> that's while well, that is a good point um the gps for the most part is perfectly fine it'll get you to where you want to go but the point that i'm tr- the point that i'm trying to make is and this this applies to when you talk to me about things that i'm bad at if i'm if you're telling me that i'm bad at something and even if i don't know that i'm bad at something i need to be able to and willing to hear you out and not have not like be defensive you know what i mean so maybe if you know if you're someone that someone's telling you something and they don't know you or you feel like they're not close to you and they tell you something that you're bad at or it's something you can get better at, maybe it's a natural thing to be defensive. But the one person that you would want that around, I imagine, is a significant other. You would want that that vulnerability with them of all people. So, And it's hard, man. The reality is it's, it's hard. I'm, I'm not saying that I'm perfect at it. I'm not even good at it. You know, There's a lot of things. I, I like to pride myself in knowing what I'm bad at. But I'm not necessarily good at hearing and taking that feedback. So uh, I'm trying to get better. But I think as kind of a, f- a flag on this point is that your significant other, the person that you share all of those things with, you really have to just like let your guard down and be willing to hear about the fact that you're wrong about certain things, uh, especially something so simple as directions. Jesus. <laughs> I suck at it. I get it. But it's just a simple thing, you know, so um but yeah um i mean back to our point at the beginning you know our our hope for the podcast is we're gonna have have these topics things that we care about give our uncensored opinions on them and it's not i wouldn't say it's not that we're not we we don't care about offending people i feel like the it's just about we want to attract like-minded people that don't aren't, aren't offended so easily does that that sound about right? Yeah, for the most part. Um, I think also it has a lot to do with... So right before we sat down and we were talking about it, well, like one more time going through our goals, I mean, for me, um, I'm 
I mean, I'm an education major, so education is very <laughs> important for me. And that is one of the goals for me is just being able to be educated by like the opposite, you know, standpoint. Like if someone does feel the opposite of how I'm feeling, why is that? Go ahead and tell mm-hmm. me where your thoughts are from and, you know, yeah, just the other be, side of the story. Yeah. Being able to hear it, soak it in. And, you know, cause I really do feel like the direction of this is going to be a lot of controversial topics it's not going to be once again anything that's black and white yeah yeah. so it's going to be there there is going to be have have to be some sort of meat in the middle yeah so it's not that we're going to be going to an extreme i mean i'm a very big extremist (laughs) but yeah it's not that we're gonna an extremist in the way of like either zero or a hundred not like the political extremists for the record oh oh yeah (laughs) not that extremist yeah more like I work in extremes. My yeah, that's yeah. the better way of putting it. So yeah. I work in extremes, like you know, dieting. Either I don't eat at all, or I eat absolutely everything. Or yeah, either we're <laughs> eating pizza and ice cream, or we're eating uh, a green smoothie. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the whole goal is for myself, especially, is just to be like more educated, more open-minded, more. You know, which which is going to lead into what we're going to talk about next is, you know, we're we're from Florida. We were born and raised here. We've never really traveled anywhere. South Florida is home. Even when we go to places in like northern Florida, we get like really weirded out. Even moving from like Dade County to Broward County, we're like, oh, my goodness, everything is so different here. Like, (laughs) you're not realizing that like not everywhere is the same. And that has a lot of influence of why people feel the way they do about certain things. Absolutely. Your upbringing has a lot to do with it. I mean, there's the whole Absolutely. nature versus nurture yeah. topic. So I, I do feel like, you know, certain feelings might be a more nature caused feeling. It's sure. like it's, kind of, it's brought up from that emotion, from that upbringing. Yeah. But then there's a lot of things that are also nurture, you know, like mm. though, you know, in certain religions, we don't eat certain meats. Right. Absolutely. So that's more of the nurture aspect of it is like. Okay, so it's not that you're allergic to this. It's just, you know, you're, you're yeah. raised to believe. I like, or... I like that you said that because that, that shows like we're, you know, we're really our opinions are going to come from the perspective of like we're not, we're never really going to pick a side, but we're also willing to look at things like that, like nature versus nurture, outside opinions, and then kind of take that in and then give our opinion. But it's never going to be like, I'm talking from this side or I'm talking from that side. It's just that we understand that those things are there. Uh, but at least for me, I choose not to let them be what drives my opinion on them. I'm just completely, I'm like, I'm like center field. In the baseball game, I'm center field. I'm not really going to be swayed by one or the other. I just want to look at the facts and, and give my opinion on that. So, but, um, but yeah, do you, do you want to talk about honey, about, uh, about our upbringing kind of like, I guess, you know, for me, why I just, I'm kind of no bullshit, no nonsense. I really don't, I just don't really care what people think. I just kind of speak my mind and, and maybe like our upbringing will shed more to that. Want to talk about that? Yeah. Um, so, so yeah. Why, why do you think that, in your case, why do you think that you, um, you are, uh, I don't want to <laughs> say the wrong word. I don't want to use the word timid, but what would you say kind of, what's your makeup? What makes you tick? I mean, I definitely feel like coming from a Latina household where it's like, or a Latino household where, you know, for me it was, it's weird because I always joke around about this, but growing up it was always like, I can't go places. I can't, I couldn't do anything by myself. I, you know, my brother had friends over. I had to go straight to my room, like, you know, go watch TV, go go listen to music. And um, growing up in that household made me like really shut off and like i i'm very socially awkward so even doing this podcast is definitely the nerves are there (laughs) um but it's nice that i'm doing it with the person that i love that i've been with for so long now so um that's definitely very comforting but yeah it's definitely being from that kind of household and you know just that culture in itself and i mean i listen to the way that my family talks about certain things and i'm like i growing up in school i realized to open my eyes and i cannot agree with a lot of the things that my family that's such a hard thing to deal with i feel like and i i think we both agree on this but isn't that weird that you know i guess naturally we're supposed to love our family but growing up now and like for example in your case 
you're older now, you, right? You're separated from that, but there's still so many things that you and your parents don't see eye to eye. Oh, like really, like really, just extreme opposites. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Um, I mean, just the way that women are viewed in the Hispanic culture, I feel yeah. like, is something that they're, you know, growing up, I was told. I, I have to be in my room. I can't go anywhere. Otherwise, I get pregnant. If I get pregnant, oh, that's bad. God. I was, you know, this was something that was like brainwashed into me. Like having like babies. You, you, you step out, you're going to get raped. <laughs> it's just for 30, you can't even be out for 30 seconds. You're going to get raped. And I, Jesus. just that perspective of like babies are bad, brainwashed for so many years that now I'm like, I, I embraced it. I love it. I'm like, you know what? Kids are terrible. Um, <laughs> that that I, I my, do my parents. That, I, that I'm with. I'm on that. I'm, I, don't, I don't want no kids. Let me just clarify. Yeah, Once yeah. again, I'm in the field of education. I love children. Yeah, yeah. I love Say that kids. Part. Let them know. <laughs> but for me, no. It's just not for me. And that's yeah, something. You don't want your own kids, to be to be fair. it's You you're, you love teaching kids. You love the impact you have on kids, but you don't want your own kids. Yeah, yeah. It's it's just not for me. I don't see myself raising a family. That's I mean, one of the things that we, I remember we spoke about when we, before we got married. We'll, t- we'll probably do a whole episode on that, <laughs> yeah, on kids. Yeah, that was something, because you, you, you hear that and you think that, that that is like a, it's like a seminal thing. Like, if you're getting married to somebody, oh, you make sure have to talk to, about that. You gotta yes. talk about that. That could tear your relationship down and you find out a year later that you guys don't agree on that. So that was a big thing for you and me that we agreed on. Like, no, we don't want any kids. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I mean, growing up that, that, that's the kind of, you know, I was very close at home, just not really. You're just sheltered, right? Like really, really sheltered. sheltered. Like extremely sheltered, you would say. Right. Yeah. And I mean, uh, no doubt about it. My, parents i still love them this has nothing yeah. to do with anything against i have nothing against my parents um, it's, a, I think, it's a difficult spot to be in because you love your parents and i feel like anyone that's hearing this for sure there's you guys are out there or you're in a similar situation where you love your parents but you don't really feel like you can go to them and talk about certain things because you know where their interests lie you know where their opinions are like you can't as, for you know in your case we can speak about this, speak about this freely but you you're bisexual you you're attracted to women and you're attracted to men yeah um and the reality is your parents don't agree with that lifestyle oh, they, don't. they don't so you're not in a position where you could go to your parents and talk about that with them and ultimately what it does is, is there's a rift between you and your parents you feel like you're not as close to them yeah which sucks right so it's hard to say i, I you love your parents obviously you love your parents but do you feel close to them like that? It's you know that's hard. And I feel like uh, naturally with your family there is some sort of closeness that you feel nonetheless. But in respects to like, am I reaching out every single day and checking up, yeah. and saying hey, how are you? And I mean, I should once again watching those scary oh, yeah. documentaries. You know, people. We are not perfect. No one's <laughs> perfect. But yeah, we. Um, you hear that, but you hear you hear about those you know people that are that close to their family. I, I don't think. I can speak for me and Yoli. We're both particularly not very close. We're not the kind of people that are going to call our parents every day. I don't. We try um, to keep up with them. Do once our best. A week, yeah. You know, at, at, I text at the very from, least. I text them all from time to time. Yeah. Once a month at the very minimum. Um, for sure, once a month. But um, I mean, like you said, I mean, going back to the topic of you know my sexuality for them, it's once again for them it's black and white. For yeah. them, it's like either you like men or you like women. You know, you're oh, yeah. married to Richard. That must mean you're straight. That's it. Um, that's what, how it has to be. Yeah. And that's something that I'm very happy that I get to share with my husband. That I'm like, hey, you know, these are my feelings. I've had, I've felt this way since middle yeah. school. I'm open about it because I feel like everyone should be. Um, once again, this is small. Oh yeah. Like big city girl talking. Absolutely. So. I know that in certain, I mean, we're hoping to move and like in certain states, that's not something that we could talk yeah. about openly. The that whole we could state, yeah. express the majority her. of the state would feel the way that her parents do in certain states. Yeah. Which, which is unfortunate, but I mean, it, it's, it's difficult hearing that. And the reality is I've known Yoli her whole life and her parents have always been that way. And you know that I think we both agree, but your parents aren't going to change. So it's always going to be a bit of that, that rift between you guys where you feel like you can't talk to them about certain things, which isn't the, the relationship will never be the, 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 the same way, you know, it would be with someone with a, maybe 
parents that are more progressive that are okay with those kind of things and, and do want to hear everything that going on in their, their, their children's lives. So that's kind of, that obviously um, contributes to your attitude towards things. When I say attitude, I mean just the way that you see things. Right? Oh, yeah, for like, sure. You're, you're, you speak your mind pretty freely. Right? Yeah. You're not really afraid. You're also not really afraid to, to I guess, ins- insult people is the wrong word, but offend people. Oh, yeah. I mean, for me, I feel like a lot of it, once again, social upbringing. I was not much of a social child outside of school. And even when I was in school, like middle school, puberty definitely hit me hard. And like, I just, I remember all of high school, I like shut down. Like if it wasn't the books, like if it wasn't me studying for something or like me knowing someone that's going to help me study for something, like I wasn't really out there socializing. And Mm. I mean, we'll probably have once again, another episode on all that. But um, I mean, it's for, for me, a lot of it is not knowing the social norms of certain things and not realizing that, hey, that's not normal or just not knowing certain things. So like, for example, the biggest one that I always laugh at myself for and I could not believe I this happened to me. But one day my boss saw me eating and he was like, oh, what do you have there? I was like, oh, I'm eating a salad. I put together just some greens, rice, oh, this is a, this is a good ground one. turkey. This is a good one. And he was just like, oh, that looks very healthy. Maybe one day I can, you know, eat like you do. And I was just like, if you want, I can help you out. And I can I can prepare everything for you. He was like, mm-hmm. And I was like, which yeah. Would, which, by the way, would be the normal way of saying what she's about to say. <laughs> but that's the standard way of saying it. And then I was like, you know, I'll even toss your salad for you if you want. Horrible. Horrible. I did not realize. Horrible. Did not realize that has another meaning that I never have heard of this other meaning. Yeah. My coworker's jaw dropped. She was like, I can't believe you just said that. This guy went, like, literally walked away slowly. Like, what just happened? (laughs) I'm sure he knew what the other meaning was. Oh, he knew exactly what the other meaning was. I did not know the other meaning. Exactly what it was. So. I get myself into situations like that. Like, me and Richard are arguing. I, I tell him all the time. I'm like, I'm going to knock you up. Knock me up. She's going to get me pregnant, guys. I did not realize that, oh, you know, yeah. you cannot combine knock out and knock beat up. up. Yeah, like, words are hard. Words are definitely difficult. I mean, we... And to that point, again, when we argue and we have disagreements, that's how we talk to each other. It's just, we've done... It, we've done... We've spoken that with each other for years. Um, I don't... I don't ever intentionally tried to offend Yoli. I'm sure that she doesn't try to either. It's just we have that kind of comfortability. And I actually feel like it makes her stronger. I feel like we're closer because of it. Because we don't have But it's we don't also, give words. We don't give like those what people consider, you know, disrespectful terms so much power. We understand that it's just our way of expressing ourselves to each other. Not only that, but I feel like we're so close. Like not only are we married, we're best friends, but we you know, we're almost there like to like brother and sister as for well sure. like we for treat sure. each other like yeah. siblings i mean not in like any other way which is interesting considering that incest porn is up but yeah not any other way exactly <laughs> what she's saying what she just said so that's another one where it's like you know you i feel like you can't feel like a sibling to your significant Absolutely. other without it how being... creepy is it that we that the people have told you before out in public that oh, we look goodness. like brother and sister it's so creepy in this high getting, school you know what we're, this is really getting creepy Say the high school story and then we oh just Oh my goodness, move on. high school, we would go walk into a gas station. People swear that we're brother and sister and it's crazy. It's crazy. And then you kiss and you just fucking freak everybody out. It's insane. <laughs> go. Anyway, moving on. Okay, What's so the high, say the high school. No, you say the high school no, story. High school, that's all I remember. Oh, okay. was we walked into a gas station and the lady was just like, aww, how cute. Is that your Horrible. older brother? I'm like, uh, that's my boyfriend. Horrible. <laughs> Horrible. But, um, okay, so, yeah, I mean, once again, I do want to point out for my upbringing, I do feel like I was very fortunate, and my parents, once again, did their best. Even though I was very sheltered, I do feel like, you know, when it came to, like, school things, like school field trips or church things, which, once again, probably a whole nother episode on the yeah. church things, but, um, you know, they were very open to letting me be a little bit more free with my school and my, you know, extracurriculars that involve, like, volunteering. They love when I volunteered, um, but that was realistically the only way I was able to socialize, and other than that, I was very awkward. Once again, puberty hit hard, and I definitely realized I had a lot of, like, dark emotions, and, you know, like, yeah. 
But other than that, I do appreciate my parents. I think they did a tremendous job at making me the woman I am today. Absolutely. And I, I don't hold any resentment with yeah. any of my upbringing. And, it, you know, there's a lot to it, but I definitely don't feel like it's right to hold any resentment against anyone at all because, once again, like, I feel like a lot of times parenting especially my parents you're doing it for the first time well for, for sure me it was the second there's, time but still there's no per- there's literally no perfect parent you, you essentially do whatever you think is best and just whatever happens kind of happens and once yeah. again nature versus nurture because yeah. I, I feel like you know they nurtured me to be who i am today so on and so forth but like my brother and i were raised together i mean granted he was given certain privileges that i wasn't and not really vice versa, but whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah. But he ended up, you know, he's definitely a completely different person than I am as far as like motivation and trying to strive towards things and just conforming to certain things. Like, um, and I, I just feel like that's that's something that I mean, I guess another. Yeah. I mean, and you also going back to your upbringing now. Yeah, it's it's something in your household too, where it's like you know, you and your brother were also raised in the same household, but yeah, if you look at you the lifestyle that for sure our siblings have versus the lifestyle that we have together, it's like crazy, it's night and day. It's night and day. Yeah, it's like like you were. It's like you were saying the nature versus the nature versus nurture conversation. It's it's so even that isn't black and white because of course right there's differences between those two. But in our case, your brother, my brother, our lives are night and day. And we grew up in the same household. We had a lot of the same values. We had a lot of the same interests. Still, our, li- our lives are completely night and day. And in my case, I mean, my upbringing, and like Yoli, Yoli was saying, I'm very thankful because the reality is, despite all of the shortcomings and maybe things I didn't get to do or things I wasn't exposed to or things that I was exposed to, I still feel like I came out on the the bright side of things i still feel like i'm living a very productive a very happy life and you know my upbringing i my mother you know she raised three kids she raised me uh my brother my uh, my sister i was a middle child and she she raised us all by herself um when i was younger i want to say i don't know all the exact details maybe i was like six or seven years old my dad went to jail and, and he was he was pretty much absent from our lives. I mean, up until I was about 18 or 19 years old. That at that point, I was, my life was, there were, I guess, you know, you hear stories about kind of your dad trying to come back into your life. And there was a period of time where that had happened. And, you know, he was trying to see me, my brother. But things were just, you know, things were just different, as you probably would imagine. The, the connection, it never felt real. It never felt um natural it just felt like things were being forced so growing up you know living we essentially raised each other like me and my, my me and my brother and my sister we raised each other my mom was she she worked a, a job i don't, I don't even know if full time not even the right word she she wouldn't she wasn't really home very often i mean and she didn't, she held like three different jobs yeah she held multiple jobs at certain times i mean there were times where we obviously you know we didn't always have food it was a tough upbringing, right? And I'm, I'm not trying to. It's not a, it's not a boohoo, uh, what was me type thing. It's just because of those things, I'm definitely tougher. I definitely don't care so much what people think about me or people say about me, and therefore I don't give words that much power. Just because it just kind of gave me tough skin. I've I've seen so many things and been a part of so many things, and I've was sad for so long dealing with things when I was younger that. I'm just tougher now. I just am tougher now. And I feel like I have to be strong for other people too. I feel like I have to be strong. You know, when I'm, when, when, when it's a tough situation, we're having a tough day and you're having a tough day. I feel like I have to be strong for Yoli. That, so that, you know, all of this, what you would call misfortune is actually translated into something that I can carry. It's positive now. Yeah. It's very positive for me. And I, and I use that, you know, my professional life. I use that in my, my life with Yoli. 
Um, and just to give you guys an extent of like how much Richard just does not really care about what people have to think about him. There's plenty of times where you look at him and you're like, man, what are you wearing? And he's just like, this is comfortable. And he, he swears up and down he looks good in what he's wearing. And you're just like, oh yeah, you can kiss my ass. I'm going to rock what I want to rock. Yeah. But why are you wearing that? Yeah, yeah. Even his friends will come up to his friend's house wearing yeah. what I told him. I'm like, I don't think, I mean, if you want to be like the joke of the night, let's go for it. Go. And he'll just show up. And I mean, thankfully, a lot of our crowd, a lot of our close friends are we very a, similar. Yeah, we have a very curated we, we've we've kind of curated our group of our circle because the people that aren't like that that aren't like-minded like us we don't really spend too much time around thankfully so a lot of our group of our friends are kind of like us talking right? about like one time our, our friends had invited us over we didn't realize we were gonna go out that night so we oh show up oh my god that was like, with Danny right yeah 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 we showed up and like gym clothes we went to the, we went shorts. to like a club it was and like we a, went to the club with him it was a and rooftop he was okay going yeah. to a rooftop club with these people that look yeah. borderline homeless at a, that moment it was like a rooftop club a rooftop uh, 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 I'm, i can't speak english Roof, rooftop club. rooftop club and i was wearing slides and you were wearing like workout shorts it was it's crazy i don't even remember i don't know how the night transition, but I got there and you got there and I was like, fuck, I was, I was kind of miserable. I and had then, asked beforehand. I was like, hey, I even we, asked. Yeah. I, I was like, Hey, are we doing anything? Or are we just hanging out at these people's house? And he's like, no, nah, it's just going to be hanging out at their house. They played Usually us. we play dominoes they fucking or, you know, us. grab pizza and no, the, we got oh, there yeah. and the guy was like, all right, you ready to go? We're, yeah. we're going to go to the club. I'm like, what, what club? <laughs> rooftop club music is going downtown crowd, miami downtown miami everything it's, it's super nice super upscale too like we felt, i felt like an asshole in that club with that being said we did have a good time we did but yeah i mean back to back to my point is you know we have a pretty curated a curated group of friends like we we try to find people that are like-minded and early on I show people who I am pretty quick, you know, because I don't want anyone to know me for a year and then realize that they don't really like me. So, like I said, I, I don't really give words too much power. I'll, I'll joke on people. I'll make jokes about people. I'll show people the real me pretty quickly if I kind of, I can, your energy is kind of like mine. So, um, I do feel like yeah. the type of people we are, like, you definitely, well, one of the biggest things I think, especially about myself, I, I would say about you too, to a certain extent, is you we kind of like have to grow on people. Like people okay. aren't aren't gonna like. I know a lot of people don't just spot me and are like, "Oh yeah, you're cool." Like let's yeah. hang out. Like a lot of the times, a lot of my friends tell me like, mm, "You know, I didn't really like you at first. Who is that? Or, what impersonation is that? Is that who is that? Is that somebody? I don't know. That's some random person. Because usually, yeah, I'm not sure why. You just you turn into a cartoon character. Who is that? <laughs> Go on. Who's that? But anyway, usually people are just like, I didn't really think we'd get along at first, but then you did this or did that. Or that's such a good compliment too. When someone says that, I feel like it's like a backhanded compliment. It's kind of nice. Where it's like, <laughs> oh, I could have been you at first, but I like you now. That's a nice compliment. Um, but yeah, I was. So yeah, my my upbringing it was it was um, it was less desirable, I guess you could say. I mean, it was tough, but um, I love my mom. I love my brother. Um, despite all of the things that we we went through and the things that we didn't have, we we had we also had a ton. We we you know for for our our birthdays and, and for Christmases and for all those special occasions, we we usually got what we wanted. There were times where. Or then there were also times where, you know, we were homeless. You know, there's a point in time where we were living in my mom's job. She had a nail salon and we actually lived in the nail salon because we we literally couldn't, my mom couldn't afford rent. Afford rent. So there is extremes in both ways, uh, in, in both directions. And the reality is all of those things, it just made me tougher. It just made me, made me better, the reality is. So um, I do my best to not carry any of those things with me because um i can either use them as strengths right and 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 be better with those things knowing those things or i could just talk about them and, and mope about them and, and i choose not to be the latter so um do you want to talk about how we met sure uh, how we how we cross paths so i mean going back to everything to kind of tie it in together um 
definitely growing up we had each other which was very nice when um, did we when did we first meet like because i feel like i feel like you we had crossed paths but we never at that when we first crossed paths we didn't talk to each other oh well, we first met at henry and flagler elementary school yeah you were a little chunky kid ate your boogers oh, and you're really good friends with my brother, brother yeah so that that is how originally we met um we didn't like formally meet. We wouldn't formally hang out. You didn't formally hang out with my brother no, in no, elementary no. school, but um, middle school six. We're just in proximity, but we didn't like. We never talked. We never spent time together. Yeah. I think you went to Ponce your first year, yeah. and then in you middle switched school. Over, this is in middle school. This is during middle school. Yeah. Switched over to Kinlock Park, yeah. and then that's when you and my brother became closer friends. Yeah. But I still wouldn't see you all that much because I went to a different middle different school than my brother. Are, yeah. So, so essentially, I knew I I knew your family and I knew your brother for a couple of years before you and me had even like became friends, started talking, got you know gotten to know each other. I was really close to your brother before you and me were close. Yeah, and then eventually, uh, summer before I enter ninth grade, you enter tenth grade. You know, uh-huh. all the Latinos and Latinas are getting ready for their quinceañeras. This is so crazy. <laughs> the, the quinceañera phenomenon. This thing, no matter what part of the U.S. you're in, this is a real thing that and it's crazy all families worry about. That yeah. From that quinceañera that we're going to reference to, we know of one other couple other than us uh-huh. that's still together, still together yeah. ever since, you know, like that's what brought us together. I mean, yeah. this other couple like has a house together live together yeah yeah you know yeah they're the real deal deal, yeah i mean every now and then it's kind of creepy they'll talk about kids and we're just like sure sure go go for it live your life we're not (laughs) we're good but you can can do whatever you want to do with that um and you know obviously they respect our opinion of not wanting kids which is super cool which is the way it should be thank you (laughs) (laughs) um but yeah during that quinceanera we ended up um i i remember i told you this story you don't remember the story but Pretty much, I had a pareja, which is which like a pareja. A pareja is a like pair. a pair, yeah. someone that you're paired up with. Because in the quinceañera, you have your lady, or, you know, your woman to be. Yeah, yeah. Being the 15th quinceañera, and then you have 14 parejas, seven on each sure. side. It's beautiful. It's, so, it's the duos, right? So everybody dances together. It's your pair. You're paired with somebody else. So. Um, my brother dragged me into this. I didn't even know the girl. Like he would just be like, "Hey, you want to go to Christie's house?" And since Christie's a girl and not a boy, uh, everything was like, "Yeah, go to Christie's house, house and yeah. hang out." And and, and Christie. So just just for some quick background, Christie was a, a good friend of both of ours when we were growing up during this time. Her brother is my best friend, Danny. And their house, uh, Danny and Chrissy's house, at this point in time was like the hangout spot. Essentially, this is the safe know, haven. The safe haven, right? All of our group of friends would go there to meet. They had this, a pool table. Oh, they yeah. had a trampoline. And, yeah. you know, it was just hanging out. It was, for me, it was super clean, like yeah, they're, they're, adult they're, supervised. Their parents made it so that everybody wanted to be there because there were so many things to do there. And everybody would meet there and congregate there. So, so yeah. Um, so yeah, that's, um, I originally had, was dragged into this, you know, I started hanging out at their house too, because my brother was there and gave me something to do, try to socialize this unsocialized animal. Um, and then that's, you know. Oh, then you were even worse as far as, as far as starting, like starting conversations, holding conversations, talking to people, like your nervous laugh that you still do. But back then it was on 10. Oh yeah. Back no. then it was just. I mean, back then I think I would. I and I still do this when I feel very uncomfortable and I I just can't snap out of it. But I I don't know why sitting on the floor is like my go to. Like sitting if on I'm, the floor Indian style. Is that it, your thing? Sitting on the floor Indian style. If I go to a place and I start feeling very uncomfortable, like I'm not the one that's gonna ask where the bathroom is. That's gonna mm. be. That's gonna make it worse. I need to ask someone where the bathroom Horrible. is. Horrible. So what I end up doing How is... How inconvenient I, is that, guys? You have to ask questions to get what you want. Isn't that crazy? That's so inconvenient. Oh my God, yeah. Tell us more about that. So usually what I do is Jesus I just find Christ. a spot. I start You just wander out. aimlessly in the house. You're just looking around, touching shit, opening cupboards. <laughs> is the bathroom in here? <laughs> no, what I end up doing is I just end up scoping the whole apartment, whole house, whatever it is that we're at. And I'm trying to find the spot where like no yeah. one will notice me. I can just kind of blend in. You know, it's, it's hard to find it because you can't have too many people around 
but you can't have no one around because then you'll stick out like a sore thumb. Mm-hmm. And then you just find a spot and you sit on the floor for a little bit. And the best part is when there's dogs, the dogs will just come to you. You're on the floor, you're level with them. Anyway. And so you, so but back to, going back, back to, to the, so back to the quinceanera, right? We met there. You, you, your brother dragged you into, you didn't even, naturally you didn't want to do it because that's not really who you are. You're, yeah, no. I you're not that kind of person. I would have never volunteered for this, but the mom was like, come on, we just need one more girl. Like, you're so pretty. You'll be part of it. You'll be phenomenal. You know, yeah. like. Hispanic moms, very nice. Yeah, pressure, pressure, they, you know, pressure you into it pretty much. So I was like, whatever, sure, fine, why not? And then at that moment, I, I was, no, okay, so for the quinceanera, I had another pareja that I was originally assigned to, um, but it's kind of weird because it was just like this little short dude. And, you know, he's super cool, super mm-hmm. awesome. I thought he was super nice. You know, we're good friends. He's an awesome dude. But, you know, I'm only in this to paint the picture, yet you're painting the picture with, like, a non-normal, yeah. you know, kind of couple, right? Usually the woman has to be shorter than the guy kind of thing, whatever. Sure, yeah. It's, a, it's an image thing. They're, yeah. They want to, everyone to be, look kind of, um, what's the term? What's the word? Everybody looks uniform, right? Not like this six foot three guy with this little little girl you want to kind of match though so anyway and then um richard was paired up with so he doesn't remember this part but he was paired up with someone that he wasn't like very you know attractive i wasn't wanted. i wasn't very fond of them and i, I it's, it's not even that i didn't like them it's just What's we good? weren't close painting. right we weren't friends you know what i mean but like, also painting the picture like it was just a very odd looking couple as well yeah. so um richard who's always been brave and speaks up yeah, and yeah. does whatever. Like he's he starts talking to the mom and he's like, "Listen, I heard Yoli doesn't really like." I'm a sweet who talker. I'm a sweet talker. With. I close deals. I'm not I'm closing deals. I'm not fond of who I'm paired up with. So uh, can we just swap? Yoli gets paired up with me. They get paired up together. I didn't know. use the word fond. I mean, at that age, I was not that smart. I was pretty stupid. I probably used a much meaner term than I wasn't fond of that person. <laughs> but yeah, we'll, we'll say that. We'll say that. <laughs> I'm not really attracted I'm to this person. Not even attracted. I was not that smart either at that point in time. So who knows what word I use? Probably something really bad. And it's probably something in Spanish too. So who yeah. knows? Um, but, but essentially, yeah. they ended up switching, right? So we rotated you and me. And then we ended up being, together. being the pareja, and that's yeah. how we started pretty much talking every night. And yeah, because um, naturally, we from that we we interacted every day. It went from that to you know your phone number. We talked all the time. The usual, you know, stay up till one in the morning talking and one person is just breathing on the phone while the other one is. I would honestly, like during, once I got really comfortable with having him on the phone, like it would get to the point where I'm just like, all right, I'm going to go to bed. And I'll be like, all right, good night. And then I just, like, I wouldn't even hang up the phone and I'd just leave the phone there hear each other yeah being and being what they call love at that age it's just it's fucking ridiculous guys i mean i i would love to hear your cringy stories of when you had like your your crush or your first girlfriend because i got some cringy ass stories just like that where you're on the phone and it's just like you can stay on and just there in silence doing nothing it was it's not it's bad yeah. It got to the point where eventually I would just ask him to sing me to sleep, and he would. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. It got it got it got very rom com. I would used to. It went from that to I would sing her a song to sleep. I was young, guys. Don't don't at me. Don't message me and ask me what song I sang. No, but but yeah. I mean, I do like to emphasize though because a lot <coughs> of people hear that they're like, oh man, you guys have been together since high school. I would like to mention it's been very on and off, very oh, shaky, yeah. especially the beginning of our relationship when we were in, when we were teenagers. We both mm. did a lot of things that we were like, how stupid are we to be yeah, done that? It was, it was a very the reality is young, we, dumb, and love. Yeah, young, dumb, and love for yeah. sure. And there's a lot of details that we're we're just not going to go in because it's just there's a lot, but. It was definitely, definitely dysfunctional. Just to give you an idea, though, that was 2014. I do want to mention that. Oh, 2014 is when we were in high school. We started talking. We got together. We broke up. We didn't talk absolutely. for like a year. Once we started talking again, it was like nothing had ever happened. And you're, was, su- yeah, and you're summarizing it. There's, there's yeah, even more details. You're summarizing it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so probably not going to go into any of the gory, gory, or, absolutely. you know, any of the crazy, cringy, super cringy details. Absolutely. But if you guys want to hear that, 
let us know. I mean, we can't absolutely talk about about it for the sake of time. We're we're shortening it, but the rea- in short, it was it was dysfunctional. Very on and off. Very on and off. You know, we uh, seeing e- e- seeing other people during those on and off other people at those on and off periods of time. You guys are very familiar with this. We're not the only ones that were in dysfunctional relationships. We're, we're, it's not exclusive to us, but. But yeah, I mean, through that through that period of time, right, being able to work through the the different things that we work through, being together at such a young age up until this point, right, we obviously are very close because we've known each other for so long. We've got to see so many sides. I've seen every side of Yoli, at least I think I have. <laughs> I've seen every side of Yoli since she was a teenager up to this point. It's crazy. So, Sometimes I'll summarize and I'm like, man, he's seen me fat. He's seen me yeah. skinny. He's seen me fit. Yeah. He's seen me with long hair. He's yeah. seen me with a mohawk. Like seen you bald. You've Not seen bald, me like borderline, a buzz cut. Yeah, yeah, borderline buzz cut. Just yeah. a little bit of patch down the middle. Absolutely. It's it. I mean, dark I, times. Yes, I definitely had. Yeah, but once they let me out of my Cajun college, things got yeah. weird. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. So it's it's because of those things. Our relationship is obviously unique as any other relationship would be, but it's especially unique because in a lot of, you know, one of those things being the fact that we were able to grow up together the same way like a brother and sister would grow up together uh, naturally. So that is, you know, a shortened summary of our relationship. We definitely are willing to go into it further, right? Tell you all the cringy stories. Maybe we'll do like a cringy story segment or an episode where we talk about all of the things that we look back on now and we're, we're like, like, what oh the my... fuck was I yeah, thinking? Yeah, no, there's plenty of for, that. plenty for me. Plenty. But just to let you guys know, also, you know, so, you know, 2014 up until, 2000, no, sorry, 2000, 2004. Four. 2004 is when we got together in high school. Okay, so yeah. from 2004 up until... 2013 when i graduated college 2014 so 10 years 10 years of on and off like i went to college and we were like uh, we thought we were done like that's it you know i we were we weren't together for a whole year that was probably the first time that i thought that oh we're not getting back together now that was like the realest the realest of all of our breakups that was the realest one where i was like oh this is it this is not and then somehow so 2013 i graduated 2014 i come back home to live with my parents and then Somehow we, I mean, you were working, which is crazy because the mall. So one of my first jobs. Well, it's, uh, during, it's a city. Well, sorry. Because yeah, I was yeah. working in the city of. I'm not sure, but it's also a mall called. At the actual. I'm thinking mall. about. Online. Keep keep going. Oh, do, oh okay. Online. Keep going. So anyway, um, it's to me that's just crazy and like part of de- you know i definitely believe in destiny and like sure. things happening for re- all that cliche stuff definitely all for it. and this is one of those big ones because i mean i believe, from I, believe all the I believe places, in parts of it i believe in parts of it but this our particular story does kind of like south fall into florida that. is big <coughs> and we both are like born and raised sure. in miami i mean last i had known you were working And then somehow we started talking again. You told my jaw dropped because I was like, I just got, I just accepted a job that has me twice a week. Mm -hmm. And I think that's when we started talking again and we started hanging out again. And pretty much 2014 to 2000, well, till now we've been living together. 2017, we finally decided to tie the knot because I needed better health insurance. Yeah, that's the only reason. Um, <laughs> but uh, but yeah, kind of a, a shortened history of 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 our relationship and kind of how how we arrived to where we currently are. Um, let's let's uh, let's wrap it up. Let's talk about what um, what disagreements we've had this week. This is this is uh, an idea I have that I think I think a lot of people will probably go to this this particular section and then realize how uh, either a dysfunctional your relationship might be or how dysfunctional our relationship is and, and have a good laugh what are some what are some disagreements that we had I have one that I want to talk about that okay. happened yesterday um, about the what was it about and I and I and the idea sparked when, oh I, when I know why because <laughs> 
It was me. Talk about it. We can talk about it. This, uh, is, this no. is what this is about. We're yeah, going to be... Again, don't hold anything back. Vulnerability. Admitting don't hold that back. you're not right. <laughs> oh, that's right. I'm a big late. Yes. Yeah. So, Richard has a couple co-workers that have been kind enough. Super awesome people. They pretty much set up, you know, mind you, coronavirus, so group of 10. They, they asked for attendance. Who's going to show up before, yeah. you know, letting everyone in. So it, it is a small group of people, um, and we go and we work out somewhere. So originally we were told to, you know, always be there at 9 a.m. Now, me being who I am, I'm not always, once again, Latina culture. So timing is not my best. I have all the clocks in our apartment set up 10 minutes ahead of time, hoping that that would help me get to places on time. But I guess because I already know that they're set up at 10 minutes ahead of time, it doesn't really do much of an effect on me. But anyway, uh-huh. um, so we were supposed <coughs> to be at this place at 9 a.m. 8.30, I asked Richard. I'm like, hey, are we going? Yeah, 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 we are. And, like, and, for the, and for the record, I'm the kind of person that if it's at 8.30, right, I, I want to be there at 8.15. I want to be there. I don't want to leave. So 9 a.m. I want to be there. 9 a.m. He wanted to be there at 8.45. But at 8.30, I see him sitting in his chair Waiting for an upload for Call of Duty. What? Listen, yeah. So I'm I'm sitting down waiting for Call of Duty. I I had a couple minutes to kill, so I waited. Me, I just I'm mind you, I still plan on being there on time. So I just want to bring that up. Very I'm just important. thinking, man, this guy takes forever to get ready. There's no way he's gonna get ready if I start getting ready now. And I don't like to get ready and wait around. Like once I'm ready, I want to be out the door. But anyway. We ended up getting into like a back and forth because he ended up getting ready somehow in like five minutes. He had everything. What's on. so hard about getting ready? If, if, we're, if you're going to work out, let's say let's say you're going to work out. I'm butt naked. It's pretty quick. It's it's not long because I'm not. It's not like I'm going out somewhere. I got to dress up nice. I'm throwing up. I'm throwing on pretty much whatever to go work out. It's really not that difficult. But my feet were disgusting, so I like to you know just rinse them out in the sink. She has something I like to call black feet syndrome. She walks pretty much everywhere uh, just barefoot barefoot, and just her feet are just black, dude. It's like a (laughs) coat of black, dude. So sometimes, you know, you got to put a little water in the sink, you know, scrub some of that black stuff off. So anyway, that ended up taking a little longer than we thought and, well, than I thought. So (coughs) extremely upset and... I don't know. And I want to bring this up. I got, I really got very upset because this is one of the reasons why. Because this is not the first time. So, w- with that being said, the dis- the disagreement it comes down to being on time. I'm the kind of person that likes to be on time. Yoli, you know, Yoli does too. That's the that's the reality. She also does. She doesn't want to be late either, but she doesn't. I guess she doesn't value it as much as I do. Specifically in this scenario where we're being invited somewhere. And we've been late before, right? And I'm ready to go. I'm letting her know, let's go. We're not there yet. So I would say we that that disagreement probably what it lasted almost the entire day, at least a couple of hours. Oh yeah, for sure. Because I'm 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 the kind of person that oh yeah, we're supposed to go to the pool and you like yeah. walk down on me. Yeah. Well, because that that ended up leading to another one. Yeah, <laughs> I mean I'm I'm the kind of person that so that- if if something if I'm upset about something and then the other person isn't willing to acknowledge it. I'm not gonna rub it in your face, but I will. I will make you like. I'll ignore you and I'll make you acknowledge it because I'm not gonna be treated like I'm crazy. Oh yeah, he gives me the silent treatment. If something That's is wrong, his favorite punishment, the silent treatment. If something is wrong and you're not gonna be an adult about it, and we're not gonna be able to talk about it, and you be able to say that you were wrong or you acknowledged something that was wrong, and I'm gonna be treated like I'm crazy. Um, that's how I'm gonna handle it. I'm gonna handle it that way. I really am because that to me is frustrating. I mean, for you me, should be like. Your significant other should be the one that is able to be vulnerable like that with you. But and it wasn't so petty too about being on time. Like at, at the same time, on. for me, it was more of like a you know I'm not the only reason we're always late. Like you're part of the reason why we're late sometimes, and it just happened to me be me today. But it happened to be me because I was just following your lead. I realized you're not. 8.30, we got to be there at 8.45. You're not doing anything to get ready, I guess, where it's okay to be a few minutes late. And then out of nowhere, we get in the car, and now it's not okay to be just a few minutes late. It's like, oh. To, to cap that, I value being on time. I value being on time. Yoli doesn't necessarily value that as much as I do, so that was our disagreement, is that she's not that big of a deal to her. So, 
Mind that's, you, I, I, I believe I value it. Not, I'm saying not as much. Not as much. I don't think you value it as much. I think I do. Because there's, there's been times, too, where I'm like, hey, let's go. We said we're going to be there at 3 o'clock. And you're like, man, you already know these people. They're not going to start anything until 5 o'clock. Why we got to be there at first 3 o'clock? And then we get there at 5 o'clock. And then like they're that. like, I wanna say, oh, listen. Why I take you? offense to that. I don't sound that way. I'm much, much sweeter. Go on. So anyway, 5 o'clock we get there. Everyone looks at us with a stink eye because we're get, getting there two hours late. No, and they out don't. Of nowhere, they don't the he's like, true. What? True. what? Since when is... Oh... Oh, we stink guy, what's a stink guy? We have these are not these are our friends, you know. <laughs> stink and guy. they're like, "Yo, we've been waiting for you for two hours." And I was like, "Well, I told you let's try to be here at three. Yeah. And he was like, "Nah, let's." I mean, for us, it also it's it's hard for you know scenarios like that. Like if we have to drive down to Miami to do something, it's a little bit harder on us because we do have our dogs, which I'm sure you'll hear in a couple episodes here and there because that's inevitable. But we do have our dogs and one of our dogs has um, seizures. So she's on seizure medication. supposed to be three times a day, every eight hours. We time a lot of a lot of the things that we do around them. Yes. Based on what we're doing that day. If we have you know, a party We don't want to leave them alone to. for a long time. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, if, if we're invited somewhere, we tend to go a little... If we know it's something that we're going to be out and about for a very long time... We, tend to end up cutting time really really close so that way you know it, it's unfortunate but we do end up getting there a little late leaving a little early just because i mean these are once again we don't have kids these they're are, effectively our children yeah, yeah effectively what's what's your disagreement what was your, what was your disagreement? oh the other one was the whole target thing where you're like Oh, we love Target. Love Target. <laughs> well, oh my goodness, one of our my favorite places to be is at Target. We ended up buying some swim trunks last week, and they ended up putting you tight because I don't know, there's swim trunks and you're not used to their sizing. And I have a big ass, which I hate, but I have a big ass too. So like, a large in one brand will will not be a large for me. It won't accommodate my massive ass. So anyway, so you ended up um, telling me on the way home, you're like, hey, we gotta go to Target, but you didn't say like right now you didn't say anything well you didn't respond because I, I was still thinking in my head and i was and at the same time i was like i gotta take care of the girls i gotta you know this is what i'm thinking in my head i like, didn't say anything so why didn't you say that i i just it, it didn't cross my mind that i had to respond to that at the moment i was like so, oh, so essentially, go to target. he's gonna figure it out so essentially what you're saying is and this is this is true for pretty much anybody and anything is that communication Oh, for sure, you yeah. Should, they're, 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 right then and there when that happened, we didn't communicate. We didn't communicate right? properly there. And then, and then what happens is time passes. Now we're home. Maybe now I'm like, I'm worried about the time. And now now when it comes out, I'm not as nice. Or maybe you're not as nice because now time, whatever. Right? Yeah. So then it just becomes a bigger problem than it was. At first, it wasn't a problem at all. Now it's a problem because mm-hmm. we didn't communicate pretty much. But yeah, um, that was that was the disagreement we had where I was just like, why weren't you just like, hey, let's go to Target right now, like yeah. turn around or, you know, give me more of a hint that like you're ready to do this right now. But at the same time, I wasn't ready for it. I was like, I just want to get home. I want to take care of the girls because I knew that yesterday, so such a hectic day. I ended up sleeping all day today. Um, yeah. Yeah, like, we, we yeah had, yesterday we had we some were drinks, just, some drinks. No, but we were just running around. Like, I mean, it went from, you know, working out with these people to the showering to going to the pool yeah. you know a lot of these things are very draining so for sure even when you even when you're relaxed even when you're you're hanging out it's kind of draining just that social energy but um but yeah i, I mean i would say for my disagreement like my takeaway for from it regarding the time thing is just to be on the same page about with your significant other about what your values are and obviously, Yoli no- already knows that about me. She knows that I don't like to be late. So the fact that she knows that, I've, you know, we, there's at least that. But let's say you're in a situation with your significant other where you're, you're, there's a, you know, you have a pet peeve about certain, a certain thing and, and you haven't made it clear how important that thing is to you to be on the same page about what's important to you. Um, that is kind of my takeaway for, from it because I value that a lot. I value that a lot, especially when uh, I have other people that maybe other people are counting on you, you know, so I value that punctuality a lot and I, I need to make sure that I'm communicating that constantly. So that's my, my takeaway. What about yours? Yeah, What's I mean, takeaway? 
for me, it's once again, you had pinpointed to communication. You know, it's very important to let your significant other know exactly, you know, you know, even exactly though what you want, even, what you need, even though we're like, oh, gray area, you know, sometimes you need to let your significant other know when it's black <laughs> and white, though, yeah. <laughs> when, you know, you want to go to Target right away yeah. and, that's and, make a- your day. and ask for it too, like. We talk about all the time, like not being able to read. I, like, I can't read your mind. You can't read my mind. I have to, I have to be able to tell you pretty sh- clearly what I want. Oh yeah, for I have sure. to, be able to tell you like clearly this is what I want. This is what I want. This is what I need. I mean, going back to not being a very social person, like there are a lot of times where I just I don't know how to read people. I really mm-hmm. don't. I'm mm-hmm. like, oh my gosh, I think they're upset at me, and it's like, no, they're not upset at anyone. What are you talking about? <laughs> they're not even upset. <laughs> It's yeah. like, oh, but they look upset. Anyway, um, but yeah, so that is definitely one one part where it's where we do struggle a little bit more with yeah. the communication is not only is it sometimes hard for me to read how Richard's feeling or what Richard has going on, but it's also sometimes hard for me to convey and be able to explain how I feel or what oh, I want to yeah. do. Or, yeah, yeah no, no, I mean, nobody's perfect, but that's something that, I feel like it's an easy, actionable thing because you can anybody can recognize. Oh, I should just say it. Let me just say it. Let me just say it out loud what I, what I mean or say out loud what I'm feeling. So Although, I mean, that's sometimes depending on what it is, though. Like you definitely have once again going back to vul- vulnerability. It's like we end up having those moments where it's like, for example, mini golf. You like going mini golfing. You want to go lately? I've been like, mm, let's mm. not just yet because. Again, coronavirus. So um, there's been times that it's not it's not as easy for you to be like, hey, let's go mini golfing because you know there is that fear of rejection too, right? So it's like I'm gonna bring up let's go mini golfing. That means I want to go mini golfing, but you may not want to go mini golf. Mm. And these are kind of the things that come up in my mind too, where I'm like, you know, I I want an ice cream sandwich right now, but I don't want to put it out in the universe. And what if Richard doesn't want an ice cream sandwich and then I'm not going to get the ice cream sandwich that I want. Which is, which is just, it's when it comes to any one of those things, I feel like it's just kind of a silly thing to hold back because the reality is you should with your significant other, with your partner, you should just, you want to be able to get, what you need from them, whether it's the rejection, whether it's the no, whether it's the why. So just being able to be transparent, like Yoli, Yoli tells me she wants an ice cream sandwich. I know that me and Yoli should not be having an ice cream sandwich because they're trying to lose weight, for example. I'm gonna tell Yoli no. I'm gonna tell Yoli no, Yoli's not gonna like that. She's gonna keep on trying and I'm gonna tell Yoli no again. And the reason why I'm gonna tell Yoli no is because Yoli told me that next time she tries to get something bad to fight her on it. So it's just, of course, communicate, but you, you know, be be open to hearing that from your partner. Like, I'm, it's not me versus Yoli. It's we're 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 it's a partnership. We're together. So be open to hearing that from that. Be get good at giving good news and giving bad news. So, um, but I think that's it. I think that's it for episode one. We yeah. did it. Hallelujah. this episode one. We've been talking um, about this for quite some time. Yeah, the buildup is is awesome. Is it, it was funny. We we sat down here, finally going to do it. I hit the record button, and then it just happens. It's crazy how we talk about it so much, and and this is it. Um, Episode one. Where um, let's let's uh, tell the people where they can follow us. You guys can follow me. I'm probably the most active on Instagram. You can follow me at Richie Valera. That's R I C H I Valera. And, uh, yeah, you could follow, uh, follow me there. I mean, I'm not as active or active almost at all, but at underscore Slenny. Yeah. So at underscore S and Sam, I was in lion. He's an elephant and is Nancy. What? S L E N Y. And then we also have, we'll hopefully manage it the more we get experience with this, but absolutely, yeah. You can follow the the gray area podcast at yr underscore gray area. That's yr underscore gray area. Uh, and uh, yeah, stay tuned there for any updates in the podcast. We're gonna post there uh, any interaction uh, that we want to have with you guys, of course. Um, but yeah, I um, if there's any requests, anything you guys want to hear from. Big city, South Florida couple Absolutely. who's known their 
each other their entire lives. Yeah, from a, from a real couple that doesn't have all the answers and is still working things out despite knowing each other for over 10 years, that's that's what uh, that's what we are and, and I'm okay with that. And I, I love to hear experiences like the ones that we're having from other people, from real people. So um, we will see you guys on the next episode. Peace.